What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. Hey, ladies and gents, this is your girl, Brianna Javon, with another Wild Card Wednesday for season three of What's Good Podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I definitely am excited about this guest that we have today. His name is Knowledge, and I'm so, so, so excited to pick the brain of Knowledge, okay? (laughs) And so, um, as you guys know, we do not have interviews. Instead, we have genuine conversations. So let's go ahead and get into it. So knowledge, as you know, I always start off with icebreakers because some people be like, oh, I don't know what to expect from Bree. <laughs> so what we have for you is what is your biggest challenge? If that means personal, if that means, you know, the radio, anything of that nature, what has been your biggest challenge? Well, I would say that my biggest challenge is dealing with the fact that whatever I can do, it's enough. And that's what I'm supposed to be able to do or contribute at that particular time, whether that's personal, whether that's radio, whether that's out in the community, whatever it is, you know, finding that comfortable balance and center and focus and knowing that where I am and what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing, and it is enough, you know? I love it. Okay. And with that being stated, we're about to get into our genuine conversation. So I want to start off with who is knowledge born alive? Who are you? Who is this guy? Uh, He's the son, you know? I say that with all distinction and honor because I come from uh, amazing bloodlines who saw fit for me to come into the physical world through them. You know, from a contract that we agreed upon on the other side to the physical world. So my mother and my father and their bloodline agreed for me to be the sum total of them. So so, so my father, you know, uh, one who is steadfast in his duty as a black man to be an example and a guide because we don't own our children. We're here as guides, you know. Uh, As a black man, my job is to guide my children along their path so they can complete their mission. So that, um, a brother, you know, so after son, after father, on the pathway to father, you become a brother, you know? And that's a process that you have to learn. So to my siblings and my brothers and sisters and my immediate family, I was a brother to them. And that meant a protector, that meant at times a provider, you know, at times an instigator, you know, at times a comedian, you know, a counselor, you know, and an adjudicator. So. Uh, many of those things come along the way in the past as the brother. You know, um, all of that kind of enveloped in as an African because the African's religion is his or her family. So they are the pride and hope of our 
generations that have uh, transitioned from physical sight, meaning our ancestors, our elders who are on their way to make that transition, our peer group, uh, who we are coming up with, our youth, and our ancestors yet to come through those children. So that some total of the African experience is um, presented in that fashion in regards to the family, you know, so that black family, um, African family, is paramount to the development of the proper African acumen and psyche. So, you know, all of those things together, and on top of those things, there are other skills that, that I possess that have been set in my path through these particular works. So, I guess that's the short answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact is, is that you are very knowledgeable when it comes to, you know, your ancestors and to knowing your history. You know, um, I've been hearing a lot. You have to unlearn the things you've learned. And I feel like every time I talk to you, you just give me more and more of history and background. What made you do your studies and do your work to let me figure out that so I can figure out, you know, how I am today and who I am today? My mother and my father did this before me. And the hope with my coming is that I would continue their work. So they basically put this in my crib, you know, for me. So I learned how to love our people. I learned how to love our history from my family. You know, from learning from my family, like education was very serious in our household. Not so much in the public school system, but very paramount in our household. So before I went to kindergarten grade, I learned multiplication, addition, subtraction, division, cursive, you know, I was speaking two languages before I went to kindergarten because of everybody else in the house. You know, everybody else in the house that was there, you know, I have elder siblings, you know, I'm the fourth child directly smack dab in the middle of seven children, three older and three younger, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I gained from their wisdom. My mother had 14 other brothers and sisters. So my aunts and my uncles and all of that, just through family, like that foundation that I was speaking about, mm-hmm. they imparted these particular Jews and paths in the lane and in the way that they did it best. So it was there in my grave. So uh, I was the one who was supposed to take all of that experience out to our people. So the study of learning how to love and be patient with our people and correct, you know, our people in the same process all came from at home. So, you know, it wasn't a book. It wasn't a, you know, story or uh, an event, unless you call birth an event and not a process. Mm-hmm. You know, these were all of the things that brought these things into fruition in regards to my duty and responsibility uh, to our people. It, it came from birth. And I know that you are really big on community as well. And like you mentioned, you're very family oriented. So do you feel like that kind of intertwines with one another? I mean, families make up a community. Mm-hmm. You know, so community outreach was an extension of something I did ever since I was a child, I believe, you know, in one way or another. My mother found a way to rationale. I was always somewhere 
uh, fighting against a bully. I never played with the bully situation. Mm-hmm. I never played with the disrespect of black women. So you could imagine, I had younger sisters, you know, how much, uh, you know, handling I had to handle out here in the streets. You know? mm-hmm. So, you know, these were always, uh, these are situations that grew into causes. Mm-hmm. You know, I love young people that grew into me becoming a coach uh, and, and a youth outreach for at-risk youth because I was an at-risk youth, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So someone was there for me along the way. So people deserve to have someone there along the way for them. And that's community. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go back to that adage that says it takes a village to raise a child, one child, what does it take to raise multiple children? Mm-hmm. So that village concept, you know, there were people in my neighborhood who took me to museums, who taught me martial arts, who taught us the history, who taught me the African drum, you know, things like that, because they saw something in me that I had to grow into. Yeah. But they were there planting those seeds along the way. So you see these young people out here, they are starving mm-hmm. for love, compassion, patience, and correction. They're starving for it. Well, because they don't have it, they go to places to try to find it, mm-hmm. you know? They go to places to try to find it, and some transition from our physical sight before they ever receive it. Mm-hmm. But on their way out, they have children. So their children are stuck with the burden of what they never had before mm-hmm. them. So community is definitely intertwined. And you know, my children, you know, they're in the community with me. They see what's going on, and they understand, you know, our fight and our situation. Yeah. Our children come with information, we are there to provide confirmation, not information. They come with it. They have our best genetics. So they're here on a mission. They need guidance, they need patience, and they need confirmation. They need to be confirmed within themselves so they don't seek confirmation outside of themselves or validation outside of themselves. They have that space within self where they can see this self-love and when you have self-love, you look to extend that love to people who look like you. Mm. You know, so you can see past those things. You know, the the, the trauma in the drama, okay? Because we got trauma and drama out yeah. the yin yang. But with patience, when you remember someone was patient with you, when you were learning how to walk, when you were learning how to talk, when you couldn't feed yourself. Someone was there for you. Someone was there for you. The village was there for you. So you have an older responsibility back to the village. So this is what you see. And then as a reminder to be thankful for what you have. Because there are people who, who might be your age and don't have it. You know, uh, I'm feeding 100 children in my community. I've been doing this since COVID. You know, it started off with 50 children. Now it's 100 children. Ever since COVID began, you know, uh, one meal a day, five days a week, you know, and we we didn't know where the money was going to come from, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we just got started. You see what I'm saying? We just got started, and uh, it's four of us that are taking care of the youth and four of us that are taking care of the elders, mm-hmm. and we've been doing it since, you know, March, but we established a relationship with that community. Uh, Last year, with Thanksgiving, with Christmas, with coats, with clothes, with boots, with you know shoes, and then 
you know, the back to school stuff and all of these relationships that are there and centered around someone who looks like you, caring enough about you, don't even have to know you, but it's providing for you. And this is how we begin to have the conversation and build and establish those relationships of trust. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to misuse you, and you're not going to misuse me. Right. You see what I'm saying? So we're going to work in, in tandem with one another. I'm going to show you that you care, and I need you to care about yourself and then care about others who look like you who might be in the position that you're in. Mm-hmm. So that's how it works. Mm-hmm. So that's connectivity. That's a relationship established righteously, even though the the way for us coming together may not have been ideal. Mm-hmm. You know, but our creator is the best of planet. You see what I'm saying? So uh, our creator will find a way to bring us together. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So That's beautiful knowledge. I mean, like, what gives you that inspiration to build those type of meaningful connections? That's rooted again in family, you know? Mm -hmm. Rooted again in family. Like, I I had a tumultuous journey coming to the planet. It wasn't just birth. My birth story is a whole story within itself, you know? Mm -hmm. So my mother and, and my father and my family cared enough for me to be here, I wasn't supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the whole story right there. So, you know, because of that, and you know, seeing my mother being the warrior woman that she was, you know, seeing my father being the warrior woman that he was, you know, where else am I supposed to be? You You're breaking up just a little bit. So it, can you? Yeah, it's just a little breakage, just a little bit. Well, I guess long story short, it's just my my family is, you know, a, a great motivating factor, and they still are, you know, to this day. Mm-hmm. I'll admit, I hear you good now. I mean, if you want to tell the story, because I'm really intrigued. <laughs> Go ahead and tell the story. <laughs> That's why I was like, wait, wait, wait. It's getting really good. You're breaking up. But come on, I'm, you're good. You're clear. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's um, so... Uh, my mother taught us always about our birth story, you know, and the things that happened during our birth. So she was the, the re-op for us in the family, you know, a preservation of the family history. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that kind of motivated me and inspired me to, you know, always be able to preserve and share that story, that story of uh, my birth. I was born premature. I was born in the sixth month, and the doctor said that I wouldn't make it past the first year. I spent the first year of my life in the hospital in the incubator. And, you know, there were some things that were done in the hospital during my time there in the first year of my life that gave me a kind of a, a renewed sense of a connection to our people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, there's some things I could get into, but mm-hmm. my mother's fighting spirit. Mm-hmm. She talked to me. She told me. Uh, she bought me a, a little, a little football jersey. She said I used to be able to fit in the palm of her hand. Mm-hmm. I was like two pounds and two ounces, and then I had dropped down to like a pound and a half. She said, "You're gonna live." 
You're going to live. Like these words are affirmation. These words are power. You know, these words have power and resonance. So with that jersey and that football, she said, you, you're going to be to grow to the side of a football player. You know, like these are the things that she would tell me, mm-hmm. you know, coming to see me, you know, to, to not think of the moments, you know, and to think about the mission, you know, but her focus on her mission, her mission was a mother, you know, and she said that was the greatest job that she could ever do was be a mother, you know, so that fact was she was just a mother, she was our mother, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that kind of push, when you come from those kinds of circumstances, you know, uh, your, your first challenge, you know, you asked me about what's my biggest challenge, mm-hmm. you know, uh, coming from that challenge yeah. of a decision to live, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, push through. They said, you know, when I was in school that I was going to have to be in the, in the slow classes and I wouldn't develop like the other children and all of that. So I just described to you uh, what it looked like before I went to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So think about that. You see what I'm saying? So uh, that that kind of village, my family, my aunts, you know, anybody who was there with me, knowing what I had to go through and what they said, what, what happened, they defied all the odds. Mm. They refused to allow that moment to define what the mission would be. Mm. So everybody worked with me, you know. So this is why I work with everybody. You know, they were patient with me. This is why I'm patient with our people. I understand what that trauma and drama is not defined. Their uh, characteristics and traits of learned behavior that have been picked up along the way that have not been dealt with. Mm-hmm. When you're dealing with hurting, hurting people, they hurt people. Yeah. They were hurt. That's the, the behaviors that they picked up mm-hmm. based off of those experiences. And they have to be dealt with. That takes patience. We have to have the patience and the vision of a farmer out here with our people. You know, the Bible said the faith of a mustard seed. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, like that, like that amount, what you what you can do. But, you know, if you think about the farmer and the analogy of the farmer, the farmer has to go out to what looks like dead space mm-hmm. and envision a bountiful harvest in that dead space. So, we have to go out to the field in the heart and the mind of our people that look like dead space and begin to speak words of power and affirmation to the ground before you even break ground. Yeah. You have to know with a surety in your heart and in your spirit that you connected to this landmass or this heart or this mm-hmm. mind of this people mm-hmm. that they are worthy of love, kindness, gentleness, you know, all of these things that we crave, that we go to artificial means to use, to seek out, to walk that ground and prepare the earth before you even break ground. Yeah. And it's hard work. It's hard work. It's back breaking, aching work, and you like, all my people even getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're thinking like it's, it's tireless until you see 
those seeds that you planted bear fruit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you got the 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 moment from the breaking ground, the irrigation and all of those things in the process to topsoil. Mm -hmm. Then when you hit topsoil, before you hit topsoil, you have weeds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> weeds come out. You see what I'm saying? And you look at the weeds and you're like, man, I wish I could kill all the weeds. But the weeds is evidence of the test and the fight of the crop that broke soil. Yes, knowledge. So you know that you're dealing with the best crop. Mm -hmm. You know you're dealing with the best art because it went through and survived that tumultuous journey underground and not even a weed could kill it. Mm -hmm. So now this bountiful harvest is able to feed the community, the global community, because of that process. So people around the world that you may never see will glean from the experience of you being tried and tested and passing that test. So at that point right there, in between you having passed that test and the world comes from the benefit of it. Mm -hmm. So these are things that, you know, you're mindful of uh, when times get tough and times get difficult, that you have been in difficult times and places and spaces before, and you will prevail. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those are kind of, you know, things that I was, you know, kind of pondering about in that. I love it. I love it. So let's shift gears and talk about your platform. I initially met you. Okay. You reached out to me uh, about Dr. Inky. So shout out to you for making that connection. And you have a lot of connections through your platform. So if we could shed a light about your platform and how the vision came to you, because I, I mean, it's for our brothers and for our sisters. And, <laughs> and I just love the support because all of a sudden now there's a trend to buy black, but you've always been like that. Like for you and I, we are for our community and then not, not just because of the trend right now, you know, not saying anything is wrong. I'm not bashing the Black Lives Matter. But what I am saying is that it should have been for us by us situation. It should have always been for our community. So for you, since you've been doing this, <laughs> I want to know more about like your vision for your platform and your uh, radio talk show and things of that nature. Are you trying to get the book already before the book is done? Look, look at you. You see what I'm saying? Like, you trying to get your book before our book is out here. Now, um, five years ago today, uh, it started, you know, longer than that, but the, the show started five years ago today to the date. Mm -hmm. Happy and was looking for a way to do what we were doing in the community and reach more people. So I used to listen to uh, African History Network, Bobby uh, McElmontep, his show, and Red Blue Pill, No The Ledge Radio, their show. It was on Blog Talk. So I didn't know nothing about Blog Talk or any of that. I just knew I listened to their shows. 
and and there was a gap in between. The shows used to come on Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. So, Michael uh, and got busy with a bunch of other platforms. He was working simultaneously at the same time, election and all kinds of stuff. And uh, Red and Rupa, they were doing the same thing. So there was a void now for those minds who were being fed off those particular platforms. So I was talking with my brother while I preached, and he's like, what else could we do? I said, we could do a show on the internet. And he was like, you know anything about that? I was like, no. <laughs> but we will figure it out. And so I went and was looking around, looking around, looking around, and I saw a blog talk. So I signed up for the blog talk August 25th, uh, 2015. And I was looking, all right, I'm going to call the show. Knowledge Radio. Because this is a systematic analysis in regards to looking at the back experience. It's a process, a systematic process that is labeled from a, a cultural representation that I went through. So this, this was a, a thing, you know, they would say through the knowledge. So they would look at something from an analytical perspective in a myriad of different ways. So that term. Uh, and the goal is to be a voice for the voiceless, uh, a place where you can come and be honored and respected. You know, we honor our ancestors, those we know that are popular and those we don't know that may not have been so popular. So a voice for the voiceless amongst our ancestors, amongst our elders, amongst our peer groups, amongst our youth, you know, all of those the aspects of the society, of the community, of the family, they were all represented. So that was one part. And then the other part was to give a space and a place for our brothers and sisters who have products, who have services, who write books, who, who write poetry, who, you know, have, you know, businesses, they have skills, they have talents, they have gifts to share with the world. We used to go to community events and there would be vendors. You know, we used to go to community events and our ancestors who presence was involved. We used to go to events and before people got to speak, they asked the elders for permission to speak. We don't, so this was like a regular thing that I no longer saw out uh, in the community that my mother and father and their mothers and fathers walked the streets of helping black people elders were disrespected now. Ancestors were disrespected now. Mm -hmm. People were looking to be self-grandized. All of this trauma and drama was the order of the day, the chaos and the confusion. So this was not going to be another way station that would lay hold to frivolous debates and disrespect and disregard for people's spiritual inclination and political affiliation. We didn't have any of that. So the the mind frame was was to the mind frame with that was to ensure that what was that was respected and protected. So 
that was the whole means in regards to that. So, you know, August 29th, 2015, the first episode, and it was a research question. Because, you know, I was in my psychology mode, you know, in college, so everything was around research questions and functional definitions of this and that and da 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 from, you know, a spirit of looking to speak about the conditions of our people. So the first episode was what is consciousness. Mm-hmm. So it was a two-part episode. Before the subject, I give people opportunity to call and promote themselves, promote their business, whatever. No, do not radio has and always will be a guest in the platform. You know, I'm the host, I'm the facilitator, whatever, but it's a guest in the platform. You know, when you when you came on as a guest, you felt truly like a guest, right? Yeah. But and it was your platform. It was read days. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? It was read days. So it was a celebration and upliftment of break. Mm-hmm. You know, so every guest who comes on is centered around you. Mm-hmm. And you know, back then that was strictly audio, so people could call in. So even the people who called in to wanted to speak to the guests, they could promote themselves. I'm like, hey, before you go, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, where you at? Oh, so if you're in this place, make sure you get a hold of blah, blah, blah. How can people reach you? Boom, boom. So people coming in, they're all a part of this experience. It's not just, you know, whoever the guest is or whoever the host is in the antics of the host or the craziness of the host or whatever it is, it's it's a community. You know, I just call it a community. So that's the whole situation before it became edutainment. You understand what I'm saying? So that push toward that, you know, center and focus centered around uh, our, our needs and our celebration, our upliftment, our motivation, you know, to hash out our problems, you know, in our discord, to move in a space of trust. I thought it went horrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought it went horrible because I didn't know anything about the platform. I kept getting booted off. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that this was these long pauses and getting back in. And my brother, watch you preach, called me after the episode. He was like, yo, man, you sure you ain't did radio before? Like, you had everything and everything was going smooth and all kind of people was calling me. And I'm like, but what episode did he hear? Because in my right. mind, it's <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? So again, when you know something is God saying, it works out of the scope and realm of your limited You look up, it's, you know, 100 episodes, 200 episodes. Oh, it's one year. Oh, it's two years. Oh, it's three years. Oh, it's four years. Oh, it's 500, 600, 700, 800, 900, 1,000 episodes. You know what I'm saying? So you're going and you're like, ah, oh, look up now. Five years. 1800 episodes and counting, you know, so I'm like, all right, so when does the train end? You know, when can I get off at my stop? Okay. My Mary told me, when, when do I get off the Underground Railroad? And she said, never. And I got back on the train and kept on rolling. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> I love it. The other part to the question was about the vision. The, the vision is to continue to be a voice for the voiceless and to build a bridge between black people in the diaspora and black people on the continent. So 
So diasporas anywhere outside of the continent of Africa and build a bridge mm-hmm. there and approve and attempt to improve those relationships that are strength due to the propaganda on both sides. On both sides. You know, uh, negative thoughts that we have about people on the continent, our brothers and sisters on the continent, and negative thoughts they have on us, you know, that are seeded by, you know, some entities that don't want us to work together. You see what I'm saying? So to use the platform to be able to bridge those gaps, you know, there's a bunch of stories I can talk to about that, but that's, you know, in regards to our vision, you know, to continue to celebrate our ancestors, to continue to celebrate our elders, our peer group, and our youth, and provide opportunities for them uh, to be uplifted and to be affirmed. I love it. So as you mentioned, today is your five-year anniversary. What made you stay dedicated and committed for the craft of celebrating the ancestors and supporting the community. What made you stay consistent and you know committed to the craft? Well, the need was very, very great. Like it began as a weekend platform, the Saturday and Sunday, you know. Um, that's what I could commit to at the time. And I thought that's what that would be feasible, where you would get the most uh, people's attention at a time. And there were some people that I wanted to have on the guest that weren't available on the weekend. So I did a few shows during the week. And, you know, the response was overwhelming. And then I started doing like a think tank series and a venting session kind of series. And people were coming in and they were coming in during the week. So I was like, the need was so great. You know, this was one, two hours, three hours out of the day. What do you have for the rest of the day? You know, what are you inundated with? Uh, you know, who is pushing your buttons and who is controlling your 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 habits and your attitude and your reflection of yourself for the rest of that time? So, you know, two hours, three hours was nothing in comparison to the rest of the hours in the, you know, it's 24 hours in the day. I got a third you understand what I'm saying? So, like, you know, you look at that, uh, and that's a push. You know, you can face burnout because I've done it. You can face um, people no longer seeing the value in what you provide because I've been through that. You know, there are all of those that's things in regards to those those things right there. But you remember your mission and your purpose. Your mission and your purpose wasn't any of those things. Your mission, your purpose was whatever you set forth to do, and that you made an oath or an obligation to uh, our Creator and to your ancestral lineage. So people come and they go. They're supposed to. You understand what I'm saying? This is why we have seasons. It's not summer all the time. Because it tells you that things change. It's one earth, but all of these instances and the places that have four seasons, you have four seasons for a reason. In a certain modalities where you're supposed to be during those seasons. So all of those things, again, back to the farmer analogy, you know, in regards to agriculture and all of those things, these are all of those things that are there that are necessary for development to take place on a continuous cycle. You know, so 
Yeah, you get the averages, you get the folds. You got high tide, you got low tide. You got full moon, you got quarter moon, you got no moon. You understand what I'm saying? Like these things go in, the, in the, a divine alignment and grand procession. You know, so you take the the good with the good. You know, because there ain't no bad. You take the good with the good, and you make the good gooder. <laughs> <laughs> Not make the good gooder. <laughs> I love it. So I do want to know the inspiration of your name, Knowledge Born Alive. I want to know more information because I love it. And me just knowing your story now, because this is my first time, like, now I got the seat to know more about you. Usually you got the seat for me. <laughs> now I got the seat for you. <laughs> so the, uh, the roles have been reversed. So, Knowledge Born Alive, I want to talk more about your name and, you know, where did it come from? Uh, from a cultural rites of passage ceremony. So, I, I've done a lot of things uh, in my life in regards to uh, spiritual or religious journeys as a study of how to engage our people to learn the languages of our people, to learn the organizational structures that our people are involved in. Because you can't help nobody if you don't know the story. That's right. You know, so I joined a bunch of organizations, you know, political, revolutionary, religious, spiritual, to study our people. You know, uh, you know, there was... There were things like poetry, there was, you know, things like hip-hop, all of the interests, wherever the interest was, you know, to the college campus, to military school, you know, my ancestors thought it to have me in all of those places to be able to learn all of those languages, to be able to help our people wherever they are, on whatever level they are. Mm -hmm. So, knowledge won't allow something that came from a particular school of thought uh, that I went through, and you know, it's called the Lost Five Percent or the Nation of Gods and Earth. And that process through the knowledge, through the knowledge, was a systematic process. And that systematic process goes from knowledge to born. So, this is where you take uh, your thoughts and ideas to you know, uh, the information that you receive, you take it from knowledge to born. So that's from one to nine, you know, and there, you know, stops along the way where you look at it and you view uh, this particular information because we don't take anything on face value, you know, uh, in a mathematical way. What you do on one side, you have to do on the other side, mm -hmm. you know. So this is that systematic mathematical approach from now to born. So in that school, I learned that language and that culture from those people. And when I was done with that process, I took some people through that process. I was given this name uh, in Bulad, Iraq. One of my brothers, you know, he was uh, one of you know the elders in uh, this particular family. He gave me that name. You know. um, so if y'all saw belly. I heard Method Man say, knowledge born. What's this? I had to do that for you know, the rest of my life. So, shout out to Method Man for making that famous, you know. Um, 
So it was just interesting. And, you know, that name comes from that initiatory rights ceremony, you know, and someone seeing that in me, and that's you know, what it was. Beautiful. So as you mentioned, I do want to talk about some of your guests. You have many prominent people that you have featured on Do The Knowledge Radio. And so I want to talk about like the strategic, as far as like picking those guests or, you know, them coming to you. I want to be on the show. How do you choose the guest that comes on your show? Because I think what either last week or tomorrow, Cassidy is going to be there, right? He's going to be the feature, the feature guest. No, he, he's been on before. Already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how do so, you choose the people? Cause I mean, like, there'd be some really inspiring people I'll be watching. I'm like, okay, I like this. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it just depends. Like, like everybody has a story. You know, you have a story. You know, so I was there, you know, uh, working with our brother, Dr. Enki. And I was looking to get him on platforms because he has a story, a story that's out of this world. Yes. And I don't think he could ever tell it in one interview. You see what I'm saying? And the people that he's helped, they have stories. They have testimonies about his products and services. So, you know, working with him and working with so many others, there's so much. You know, you sit down with people so you get a chance to hear their story. Mm-hmm. You know, you would never know. You would never know what somebody had to go through in order to do what they're doing. That's right. You know, in just regular life, you know, regular life. So uh, I look for a story. You know, it's an interest in the person and then what it gives or the talent. So then I want to know the story behind the story. So I get a chance to, to sit with them and go from their experience. And this may be the first time in their life where they get a chance to talk about themselves. It's awkward with some people. They like, you know, I'm like, you're in business. You're in business. <laughs> you know you're in business. You got products and stuff. You got stuff for people that they need it and they need to know that you exist. Well, yeah. you know, because we come from a thing and we think talking about ourselves is being boastful, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, or, or being prideful. It's, and it's none of those things. It's business. People need to know. Word of mouth is still the strongest promotion too. So uh, I don't have to share the same belief system as somebody in order for them to come on the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, we're welcome to, you know, spiritual paths of all kinds, political affiliations of all kinds, you know, so um, it's, it's a welcoming experience mm-hmm. uh, for our people uh, in discriminate of what they believe in. Mm-hmm. You're thinking like, oh, everybody in the world, and it's not Biden. You get two black people in the room, and you, you got a whole party. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that experience is, is amazing, you see. So that that story, you know, when the sister came on, y'all was collaborating together, and y'all created a magical experience for uh, podcasters that were interested in starring or improvement. That was amazing. You see Thank what I'm saying? You. Thank you. You know, y'all don't have to know each other. Y'all, y'all don't have to be in the same space. Y'all share a common interest and say, okay, I had, I was struggling doing this. And I wish somebody would have told me this. It's all, oh, girl, let's collaborate together and let's make it happen. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And that experience, you know, from those people, that's priceless. They're going to remember that forever. 
You know, so um, so opposed to like I need help with my podcast. Ah, uh, Brianna. Ah, uh, Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's that. That's a that's a referral network that's there. You know, with that top of the mind experience based off of these experiences. You know, I've seen your interviews. I see your way with people. I see how you get people to come out of their comfort zone, and you know, all of these things. You know, this is magic. Okay, this is magic. This is powerful. And it's necessary. So providing that experience lead you to referrals. Do you know how many interviews came from referrals? I definitely agree. Yeah. A zillion. You understand what I'm saying? Like a zillion. You know, I've been on the phone with people that, you know, quote unquote celebrities for like hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many people that's out here that's just like celebrity people that just want to talk to regular people and just be regular? I agree. You know, and then regular conversation. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, so they just be, uh, what do you call it? They refresh. They like they overjoy. Like, man, you know, like, <laughs> just be normal. Yeah. You know, uh, once the fanfare is removed, then you see them as people. You know, and I don't approach it from the vantage point of a journalist, even though we black media. I'm not a journalist. Mm-hmm. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm not looking for dirt and gossip and trash and yeah, that. Okay. Like, I want to see you for you. Mm-hmm. Very genuine, you know, to my heart. So I approach that. I use that approach with every guest, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yes, knowledge. All right. So as you mentioned, you are five years in the game. Uh, 1,800 episodes. How many episodes? I said it right? Yep, 1,800. Yeah, you did that. You did that. Gosh, mighty. So, with that being stated, through your journey, I'm sure you have your highs and your lows. And that's what this segment is about. It's just the storytelling for people to learn a little bit more about you through those moments where you question, like, should I keep moving forward? Should I, you know keep going with this platform is anybody being touched by it so the first half of it is to understand your highs what high can you say knowledge did that you know pat myself on the back I understand what that situation was for and I'm glad I came out on top well the platform was award-winning you know um we received an award RG media award um our first year it wasn't even a year. Mm-hmm. You know, the first year I went to Texas, I went to RBG on the weekend and received an award for RBG Media. You know, that was, and if that's not a motivation, that's a super duper motivation. So, you know, mm-hmm. you have moments where you question yourself and see if it's worth it and it becomes like work and it's no longer fun. You know, it's not, it's no longer inspiring to you. So you don't think it's going to be inspiring to anybody else. And there was a time, I'm kind of answering the questions at the same time. Uh, okay. the, the highest was to be able to uh, go somewhere and people recognize the brand, mm-hmm. you know, because it wasn't visual, so it wasn't like they just seen me, you know, I think that was good. You know? and I was, like people just talking up on me either. <laughs> um, but they, they was able to recognize the brand, you know, then they put a face to the brand and then they realized like, oh man, you know, 
this is a good dude, whatever. Like, all he really cares about his people. All he really cares is about the youth. And blah, 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 blah. You know, those things are uh, great. So this is confirmation. This is an information. You know, essentially, I was put on the path, and I know that I'm sticking with that path. You see what I'm saying? Uh, we, it became a point where we had a different show every day, you know, five days a week. Not the same show twice. You know, I did guest on the weekend, so. I used to joke and say, you know, eight days a week, <laughs> 26 hours out of the day. So it was, it was that kind of, you know, push. And that push, you know, was a propeller, but also at the same time, uh, I think for the decline, you know, because I was on so much, it was like, whatever. It wasn't, you know, a while factor there anymore. But again, you reflect back on those moments as tools that know that they come along with it. And those moments mm-hmm. are reflective, but they're not the sum total collective. Mm-hmm. The mission is more important than the moment. You pull through those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I was told that I, I, I couldn't go on the radio. I had to take a seat. Mm-hmm. And it was like eight months where I didn't do no radio. Mm-hmm. I tried. At times, and it didn't. It wasn't. It didn't happen. Mm. You know, I, I was guest on a couple of people's platforms, and I was on one platform in particular. My sister, uh, Keisha, brother Tay, and Ashay—they had strip black talk at the time, and I was on there with another guest, uh, Steve Cody Senior, his son Steve Cody Junior. I was promoting him and what he was looking to accomplish, continuing on the legacy of his father, Keisha. Um, and somebody was like, yo, who knows? You know, they're from New York. You know, New, the New York City folk, they talk like that. Yo, yo, who knows, man? What's, what's up with the platform, saying Like, yo, son, I miss the platform, son. When you coming back, son, son. You know, they talk like that. So, you know, I was like, huh. So I went back and, you know, looked at the whole situation. And that was time. So, you know, that was a shout out on the other side, like, hey, yo, get back to work, you know. So, so you know, you have to be in order, in order, for order to, you know, be present. So there were some things that I had to do in that time in order to get uh, things back in the order. So working back in divine order. And you can't be so overwhelmed uh, with what you think your mission is mm-hmm. that you also miss out moments, too. You see what I'm saying? So these are, they work in tandem. The mission is more important than the moment, but those moments are important to your mission. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. they, they they work together. Uh, so you know those highs and those lows. You know, uh, the, you know there were people that was around that you thought would be around, you know, for a long time, and they were around for a season. You have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, creating a podcast network before I knew where a podcast network was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So those things, you know, giving opportunities and hearing stories. Stories never get old, no matter how many times. You know, I'll give an example. I was working with some brothers and sisters in Damon, Israel, Northern Africa. They came to me and said they wanted Dudenhouse Radio to be the official place where they tell their story. Nice. 
And so this was Voice of Zion. So Blue Knowledge Radio was the place where Voice of Zion could be heard, where their voice could be heard, giving the voice to the voiceless. Now, they have a story of repatriation that goes back 50 years ago. These brothers and sisters left Chicago and went with their leader, His Excellency Ben Ami, with some people from the Honorable Martin Messiah Garvey's delegation who heard that there were some people in Chicago, in North America, that wanted to go and return back to Africa to live. So they came from Liberia to Chicago. So those brothers and sisters who left from Chicago, Illinois, to Liberia, and from Liberia to Demon Israel. And that's a story story. You understand what I'm saying? Like we look in the in the Bible and we see Exodus. This was an Exodus. Oh wow. You know, this is this was an Exodus. You understand what I'm saying? From under a Pharaoh. But this was an Exodus, you know, to uh, a land of their own. You know? So this happened, we you know, in our time frame and they've been there fifty years. You know. So their story, this is a story not widely told. If you know, you know. Yeah. But, you know, due to that, being in that position and them finding value in the broadcast, they chose this broadcast. They could have been anywhere. Mm-hmm. They were hooked into everybody. But they chose this platform. They chose the Nas Radio, you mm-hmm. know. So that was a remarkable gift to one of those Head knocks, one of them confirmations. Like, hey, you're on the right track. <laughs> you understand? Mm-hmm. You're doing what you're doing. So, so, yeah, I mean, it was just interesting. And there's a bunch of other stories, you know. Maybe I'll share some tomorrow on my 1800 celebration. You have to. Like you have to, so you can celebrate you know? those milestones. It's just, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a look, it's a part of the story. Like, yeah, you know, you're trying to get the book, you know what I'm saying, already, right? Yeah, you, <laughs> you definitely gotta write a book. I cannot believe when you said eighteen hundred episode. I was like, whoa, that by itself is a high to me. I'm only on number forty two. <laughs> I can just imagine being at one thousand. So, congrats to you. When I started, uh, Red of Blue Pill was celebrating. I think seven hundred or five hundred shows or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, I ain't no way in no world I get up to no 500 shows. I ain't got that much to talk about, right? <laughs> I better want to do this show. Mm-hmm. You know? Gotcha. I always used to tell us, you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. That's right. You understand? That's right. So. Okay, so on the other end, oh, I, mean, I know you right. did break down a little bit of a low. Let's talk about a low to where it questioned you. And you did already, if you want to share that one and give more detail. But um, just a low that made you question, like, dang, should I continue to proceed? Because you're here. You're still here, right? And I know throughout our journeys, sometimes we do have things that come our way, trials, tribulations, where it's like, ooh, all right, God, is this really for me? Because we get those doors closed and be like, okay, what's next? (laughs) So what is a low? And what did you do to push through to continue to be where you are today? I think the low was this started to feel like work. 
you know, I was working too hard at it. You know, when you're in a, uh, in a relationship and you don't know when to walk away, you know, you're working extra hard. You're doing everything in your power, right? Yeah. And and you feel like you're wasting your time and spinning your wheels. You're going crazy with yourself, with you, about this. And nobody else is involved in it. It's you That's fighting true. with you about right. what you chose to do, right? So this is the lows. I'm at the low part. So if you can take the ebb, you can take the flow. So you're looking when it's not flowing. It's the ebb. But you think it's supposed to be flowing. It's an ebb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I got this fancy word everybody get they get hyped about, right? Called retrograde. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. planets, you know, marching procession, and they regress. You know? They regress for a moment, and then they go. Yeah. In grand procession. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So the tie ebbs and flows. There's a rise and fall of your chest. There's a heartbeat. There are all of these things that are associated with it. And that's the flow. You have to stay in the flow. And I was outside of the flow seeking to control the flow mm-hmm. when it's supposed to flow, when it's supposed to ebb. And you're not in control of that. You're yeah. supposed to go with the flow. And you know, pause and take a step back when it's said, ebb. Mm-hmm. It's there. You know, uh, ancient civilizations from our people, they had the storehouse like the scripture speaks about. So the people took provisions when they were bountiful from the harvest to be able to eat when there was time of famine. Yeah. So, you know, you get that terminology feeds the famine. You know, when, you know, the famine hit, those things was destroyed, crops was destroyed, situations was destroyed, all of that. You see what I'm saying? And this is when you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Not during the feast, because everything is in abundance. Okay? When 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 you know, ribs start touching. Mm-hmm. You know situations ain't looking so good. You don't know where you know this or that is coming from. Will you remain faithful? Will you remain steadfast? Would you still have that abiding faith and trust that you had when things were abundant? Mm-hmm. They're very revealing and telling about people. So I'm thankful for those people that was around, you know, and thankful for those people who departed. Mm-hmm. I highlight at you. Peace. You understand what I'm saying? Would you still take it in the human element kind of hard? So that would be a low, but it was a low that was necessary to rebuild a foundation. There had to be a chink. There had to be something that was open or exposed that would have you susceptible to, to you being destroyed in the process along with everything that you built. Yeah. So this thing was taken away. You know, this thing was taken away. Noah was up there chilling. God said, build an ark. He's like, for what? Yeah. He's like, no, it's about to start raining, son. <laughs> that's why, you know, so you like, you know, gather your people together and tell them, hey, yo, let's build this ark. And it was like, yo, Noah drunk, man. Ain't nobody listening to Noah. <laughs> All the way to the ark was built, the doors was closed, and the rain started coming. Yeah. So whether it's physical rain or metaphoric rain, you have prepared yourself to weather the storm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was a low moment. But it was a moment of reflection, and then you reflect on your life and say, have I been through worse before? Yeah. A resume is there to remind you 
that you had success in life. Yeah. You look at that resume because it's a reminder. You in a job search, it's a struggle. The grind is real. You crazy. Now, then you start saying, I just take anything. You invite all of that stuff into you, your uh, circumference that you would never. <laughs> you understand? Because you, you just, for the sake of. Yeah. Ah. So you're remaining steadfast, you know? you the prodigal son or the prodigal daughter, and you got a home. You understand what I'm saying? You out here envious of uh, with the swine and eating, and you got a home with people who love you. But you want to make it. You want to say, I'm going to do this on my own and myself and blah, blah, blah. You trying to hold me back and all of that. You're going to go out there. Yeah. And in that essence, you're going to come back home. Yeah. If you come back home, you see what I'm saying? Because a lot of us don't make it back home. But I was never loaded in the point to where I was disconnected from source. Mm -hmm. I just had to be reminded. And in that break, in that time frame of not doing what I loved, reminded me that there was other things that were more important that needed my attention. So once those things, again, like I said, got back into order and I got myself back in order, I could be back in order. And, you know, that came back. And that's how I got out of that space. Because it's tough for you, on your psyche. You know what I'm saying? You said some stories with me. I was like, yeah, what's that word? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You understand what I'm saying? But that's the catalyst and the push to be able to get going. You know, that movie, uh, Creed 2, mm-hmm. it was like, get up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, you know, part one and part two, he had to get up. He had to come back from it. He did. You see what I'm saying? He ain't come back from it on his own. His his his, his family was there. Mm-hmm. His community was there. They were there yeah. with him. So yeah. he came back from that with that push. So that was that fight. He had to get in the middle of that ring and put that foot in the tire. And that's what we got to do. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, that movie, like, that movie was so great to me. I, I you know, I ain't never seen nothing like that. You know, mm-hmm. he walked to that ring to 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 fight that, uh, that man of the son who killed his father. Yes. Like an Avenger. But he had that woman right in front of him. She was walking that way before him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was powerful. It was so so powerful. And she had only, it was like one minute and 30 something seconds the ring walk. But she told his whole journey. But she told their whole journey. Yeah. She told our whole journey in a minute and something seconds. You see what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah. I was like, ooh, this is it. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, the, the family there, everybody, boom, like, this is what it looked like on the other side. Mm-hmm. It looked like that a couple of months ago. Yeah. It didn't look like it. It didn't look like that a couple of moments ago. You no longer saw yourself as the champion. Yeah. You had to be reminded. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You had to lose an eye in order to see. As you know, one of my teachers teaches. You had to lose an eye in order to see how you move it. Now you're saying your vision is better than ever. Yeah. I love it. Yes, knowledge. So, as like the people can hear, you give all the knowledge. So, if this was my show, you could just imagine 
what happens on his show. So tell the people, um, how can they get in touch with you, how to get on your show, um, as far as like your handlers, your email address, your website, and then also uh, let us know what's upcoming for you. Well, I'll be live in a few minutes. I'm actually late. Oh! <laughs> but, uh, I'll, be live. I'll be live in a few. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, but... I'll be live in a few, and I'll be live all this weekend, you know, celebrating. But um, if you're looking to be a guest on the show, uh, you can find this show on YouTube, www.youtube.com, forward slash Luton Knowledge Radio. That's D-O-T-H-A-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E-R-D-I-O. You can follow the show on Instagram, uh, at Knowledge1357 on Instagram and on Twitter. And I was born 15 on Twitter. Uh, um, you can find me that way. And if you're looking to be a guest or host a show on the network, you can DM me those places or you can email me at dudenlounsradio at gmail.com. And if I could, if you're looking to donate to our community initiatives, as I said, we're feeding 100 children five days a week. And want to do something again for the holidays, um, like we did last year, 100 turkeys with all of the stuff and presents and, you know, all of that, you know, all of that, you know, you can you know, send us a donation, um, cash out, I was fine, I was born a lot, or paypal.me forward slash food knowledge radio. So, that's yeah. ways you can support and check us out. Uh, and if you catch me live, you know, I got super chat out there, you know what I'm saying? You can drop a something in the super chat in the collection like you know what I'm saying? Yes, because everything is so branded. I love how you have right. everything so branded. So definitely y'all check him out. Support. Do she can. As you can see, whatever he receives, he gives back. So don't miss out, especially if you have a business, support him because he'll definitely support you. So definitely reach out to Knowledge. Yeah. All right, y'all. So we always end the show with a motivational moment. This may be a verse. This may be a quote. It's just a little bit of everything. Whatever peaks mine, uh, my eye, I'm like, okay, that was really good. I bring it on the show. So I'm going to say it and you let me know what you think about it. Okay. All right, so this one says, optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without it. So I'm going to just say it one more time. Optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without it. All right, so when I first read that, to me, it was, what I got from it was encouragement. You know, you have to be optimistic. I know you may see one thing, but God may deliver it to you a different way. So you have to be, for one, optimistic to new opportunities. And also behind that, you have to be encouraged to follow through. You have to find the motivation. You have to make sure that you move forward with it. So that's why I think with leading it, you have to be open. And that, you know, goes back to being optimistic. But then you have to do that follow through with, you know, being encouraged and being motivated. So, what about you, Knowledge? What do you think about that? One is the proof of the other. 
you know. One becomes the proof of the other. So you're saying, okay, if this leads to this, this will prove this mm-hmm. if you are aware of it. You see what I'm saying? So this is the faith. So what will be your faith? You see what I'm saying? So either you can be optimistic or unoptimistic. And both of those have a faith. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Both of them have a final destination. You know, mm-hmm. uh, even looking at that movie with Tony Todd, uh, he, he told the boy in Final Destination, he said, I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm. You know, because he told him, like, hey, you can't you can't cheat this. Whatever this is for you, you can't cheat it. You know? So if you look at life, whatever this is that's for you, you can't make that by what's for someone else. That's true. You know, because you get caught up in that rat race, and that'll be a Final Destination for you. Mm-hmm. What's for you is for you. Mm-hmm. You know? So remaining open to what is brought your way and what you were to receive and what you are supposed to give also based off of what you receive. You know, it's a reciprocal kind of situation. So this is life because mathematics is life and life is mathematics. So we are living mathematics, living equation, you know, looking to solve and be solved. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you have to work that. And this provides you a kind of glue line to check your perspective, yeah. to check your mentality, to check where you are, and you know, you'll be able to reap the benefits from the harvest, whatever your harvest. I am just, I am just so excited right now. <laughs> Thank you, knowledge. I mean, you came through today, but I am not going to hold you. I know. <laughs> I am not going to hold you. I know you have like a weekend full of fun and activities and celebration. So did you have any last words for the people? Um, Anything of that nature? Because we are done. This is the close. This is it. Thank you. Support the podcast. This is truly what's good. You know what I'm saying? Liberty is the future of black media. For her, you get your life together. You, you broke up a little bit. Okay, there you go. Get your life together so you can know what's good. Support Bree in this podcast. That's my last one. Support this. Make the investment. Business owner, anybody. If you're looking to get your story heard out there, if you're looking to go somewhere authentic, come right here. What's good? Support. What's good? Podcast with my sister, Rihanna Javon. She is a legend. You're <laughs> You are so amazing. And vice versa. I feel the same about you. Y'all make sure y'all support Do the Knowledge. I receive it. Thank you so much, Knowledge. But that is it, y'all. We're going to close it out. If this is morning, noon, evening, or night, thank you so much for tuning in to What's Good Podcast with your girl, Brianna Javon. Today we had knowledge. And y'all have a great one. See y'all next week. Hey, guys. For more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account, b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good, underscore pod, C for Charlie. 
And then you can also catch me on Facebook at What's Good Podcast. Uh, make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me too. Also see, and I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.